Welcome to Podleadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. Can you figure out what season we're in? <laughs> I'm Alexander Price, and I turn on my computer, and I'm like, all these people are trying to get into myfiercepage.com. But what's your quote, Alexander? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and send it to the oven, get the ashes, give it to the family. <laughs> And I'm J.W. Crump, and I'm a nice person. I just look different. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, of course, talking about Cycle 14, Episode 1, Be My Friend, Tyra, or as I like to think of it, The Girl Who Walked Into the Accent Trap. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And also, right before we get into Anchor and a DM I want to read, I want, I want to start this cycle with a peek behind the curtain. I need us to talk about what happened with Amazon Prime versus Hulu. Okay. Because, y'all, this uh, we almost stopped the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it almost had to happen. So I'm happily watching first episode. We know it's audition episode, double episode. I look down at the timestamp on Amazon, and I realize that on Amazon Prime, the first two episodes are each an hour and three minutes long. <laughs> Which is a nonsense number of minutes for a show that was originally broadcast on the CW. Uh-huh. So I texted JW and Alexander in the group chat and was like, I don't know how much of this to watch. So listeners, if you're watching along on Amazon Prime, the answer is the whole first episode. And I will tell you when we get to it where that ended. Great. And then 23 minutes of the next episode. Because... Alexander and I are watching on Hulu, and we watched what and what we're going to record right now. The first episode, Auditions Proper. Second episode, Up Till First Elimination. But then we looked at Wikipedia. Wikipedia follows Amazon and Hannah. So Alexander and I have an episode that we think the second episode they fully had to make, make up. up the title for, too. <laughs> It's just so weird that it's so... We've joked about Prime and Hulu being different, but this is the first time it's been, like, Wild. show-breakingly different. Like, Hannah literally has a text that I screenshot because it brings me so much joy, <laughs> where she's like, I literally don't know what I'm supposed to watch. <laughs> Figured it out eventually. <laughs> but you know who does know what to watch? Uh, we'll get into Acre.fm, but I want to read a DM from Rachel. Because this is great. I did a, a um, Instagram story for context of using uh, my like second bath bomb ever. And it says, hi, JW. Just wanted to say I'm a huge fan of Podleadum. And after seeing the story, I had to let you know I'm literally taking a bubble bath right now and re-watching episode one of Cycle 14 to prepare for your first episode. Hope you have a wonderful day. And thank you for providing such hilarious and amazing ANTM content. So thank you so much, Rachel. And also another way to support us... Go to anchor.fm mm -hmm. and you can support us for as little as 99 cents a month, mm -hmm. just like Ian. Ooh, Ian. Nice. My fraternity little brother's name was Ian. Oh, JW, is there any name that you have not personally met? Um, no. <laughs> 
here's the thing, and you guys don't understand this. When you haven't found love yet, <laughs> you just have time for friends. You have time for friends. <laughs> you have time for friends. So be our friend and join the Leadum Pod at anchor.fm slash podleadum. Or just click it right in those show notes. Yeah, be my friend, anchor.fm people. (laughs) (laughs) We have room in our network for all of you, and you'll never be pending. (laughs) (laughs) Once upon a time. (laughs) Once upon a time. When I dreamed up Top Model all those years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Now, there is some... Funky top model math, because we are told over and over and over again that there are 32 unique long-legged beauties. <laughs> Fuck those petites. Yeah. Those dis- that the description of the episode also on IMDB says 33. I think that's because of what happens next episode, but it makes this crazy. Yeah. I just and- think it's why are they so unwilling to disclose how many people were supposed to be in the house? This whole episode, and I loved it every time. Clearly, someone told them, you need to say 13 or 14 and or you're going to eliminate six or seven. <laughs> because all the contestants, the semifinalists, are so consistent in their vagueness about the overall number, which yet is a third number. So yep. it's not even like it was a surprise in the way that they wanted it to be. No. The shade of them saying way back cycle one when Mr. J still had black hair. <laughs> First of all, brunette, like dark brown hair, clearly. Yeah. yeah. But also... Are they trying to make it seem like he had aged? Right? <laughs> kind That's of. what it read like. Also the strangeness when it was like, here's a image from cycle one then cycle three three then cycle one again and then 13 but also we showed one twice yet no winner adrian oh of course not the most consistent thing about top model is the erasure of winner adrian (laughs) (laughs) but i do think we're getting the the idea the seed is in tyra's head of all stars and she's like we gotta remind people about shannon (laughs) so (laughs) yeah we also but, get we get Cassandra. I Alina. keep making those dollars, Cassandra. I was about to say I wrote the note. Cassandra stays the protagonist of Top Model. We get Alina and Sam crying makeovers. Yeah. We get I, so even before that, we're told that it's a worldwide phenomenon seen in almost 150 countries. Seen and the ones that were shown on our twirly map are Australia, Thailand, China, Russia, France, and Germany. Mm-hmm. And over 17 countries have created their own version, and the only versions we care about are ones where the hosts have guested on Top Model America. Mm-hmm. Although this whole thing to me really seems like Tyra wanted Heidi Klum to come on ANTM proper so badly. Yeah. And Heidi just said nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she's like, I'll make money off the franchise to this day. <laughs> Tyra, this is also a competition for me as well. <laughs> We also see Britain's host is Elle McPherson, who is not British. Like, notably Australian, right? Australian. (laughs) Yeah, famously so, it feels like. Also, the 
Canadian top model. The footage is so grainy. So grainy. <laughs> it was shot seven years ago. They donated <laughs> Cycle One's cameras. <laughs> this is, is a found footage reality competition television show. It really looked like that. Also, can we please stop showing Carrie D freezing in the water as an act of resilience on Carrie D's part. We're going to push them to the breaking point like the girl we almost sent to the hospital. Like that was a mistake on the show's part. Not even that. It was underwater shoot, <laughs> Chinese wires, which was not a photo shoot. No. Cold pool, obviously. Elephant and snake. Also a Cycle One reference. Well, I will watch that clip Robin. of Robin going, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> it's great. I love that clip so much. Did y'all also scream when they featured Whitney in the Fierce Walk montage? Well, yes. And then I screamed because then we saw Jasmine in China, the season she was not in. <laughs> I was so confused by that clip because I was like, that's not... What that's not what that runway was. I was so, and then I couldn't remember what a runway was. It's so easy for top model to truly erase history about stuff. And wh and why were we subjected to the goddess of fierce and naps again? <laughs> I'm so it was her tired. favorite persona. I truly believe it was her favorite persona. I do too. Absolutely. They throughout the whole episode. We referenced it briefly already. The whole episode and the next episode, they will say tall, long legged etc so many times and i have a conspiracy theory <laughs> Do -do -do -do. Do -do -do -do. i think they were filming this cycle at the same time as the petite cycle and they oh. literally were trying to remind themselves that they weren't in the petite cycle so they were like 32 long leg long legged beauties <laughs> no shorts here so they wouldn't accidentally say petite models who are petiting at some point so all the women are walking around a hotel in groups the sheraton the sheraton universal mm -hmm. that is good news for tyra because their event spaces have options for both installed and portable stages so that you never have to hug a single contestant <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that that's the exact description <laughs> does the sheraton actually come with that many beaded curtains or did Top Model bring them with? I brought them with. Mm -hmm. I've actually got to say, I've stayed in this. They are a very beaded curtain vibe hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying there wasn't extra planted. I'm saying that that could have been this location scouting they head moment. Into, they head into this completely black room that feels like a kill room. <laughs> Um, that's going to be the whole, um, I'm sorry, we talk so much about the lack of budget for the petite cycle, but the lack of budget for this audition episode both made it one of the better audition episodes and also feel like a full cycle one moment sometimes. Yeah. Most rooms are just screen. Mm -hmm. A mm -hmm. TV on an AV cart. Absolutely. I want to point out that the first person we meet, because I always think it's kind of fascinating, the first person we get the interview with is Nadua. Mm -hmm. Now, that is how I feel like she pronounces it. But the show will never decide on a true pronunciation. No. Fun fact about Najwa, she is 5'7". <laughs> I, don't I wonder if she auditioned last also. cycle. <laughs> no, there's one more who is under 5'8". Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we get to see everyone's heights this episode, thanks to well, the best inclusion ever. <laughs> JW, I feel like this is your dream premiere in so many ways 
because there are so many statistics on visual display. Oh, I love it so much. It was a, it was a cycle of numbers. So the light comes up on myfiercepage.com. You said that like a human. So does poor Raina somehow. <laughs> yeah, Raina gets couched as narrator real early. So fast. And it's Raina and Hallie. Hallie, who is here to hate everything about this experience, from fellow contestants to the actual process to modeling, question mark? And who, I'm not, like, I'm not actually trying to be mean. She doesn't look like anything. No. I... I cannot get over how little she presents like an actual semifinalist in this competition. And yet, I remember her so vividly. Really? I gone yes. from my head. I She's do remember like Celia, but with no face. <laughs> Absolutely. You know who I think we all remembered and we I don't want to rush past her introduction. <laughs> Alasia. Alasia. I forgot this hair. Alasia, who I think this is a plan. Alasia is oh. trying bits. Alasia is getting herself noticed. She's seen the show. She walks in with executive assistant realness from <laughs> top HR to bottom. Hair. Oh, yeah. And she says a phrase that I had never heard before. And I tried to Google to see if I was just not privy to it. She says she's going to whip these bitches apart because she's mean competition and i was like you definitely said whip captions crunched it is whip you definitely meant rip these bitches apart though right yeah <laughs> unless alicia's like full whip out crack <laughs> ready to go but y'all we have to get back to myfearspage.com my i'm so overwhelmed already and we see everything everything home settings there's a mail function a logout function, a search function, and then Tyra board, yes. info, yeah. photos, and video. I assume the board was a forum of some kind? We'll never see it. We find out one of her interests is anything in barbecue sauce. Mm -hmm. Her inf her network <laughs> is Fierce Land. We were workshopping. We were workshopping. Because we, no we don't hear the word network enough in this episode. Yeah. About me, she's a businesswoman by day, smizer by night. How is that spelled? Smize-r. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just spelled it and just smizer. put the R in there. But also, why doesn't she smize during the day? <laughs> oh my God, can I pitch something? Yes. A Tyra holiday special. Her ple she plays Ebus Miser Scrooge. Oh my god. How dare you? Sold. Pilot. Done. <laughs> this one will also be a Muppet production. <laughs> but off-brand Muppets? Yes. Oh, oh absolutely. Her, her, her birthday. We got her birthday, which is cool. No year. December 4th. Of course, she's a Sagittarius. Come on. <laughs> I'll be confirmed. <laughs> she has, we see two of 60 photo albums. Photo albums. Albums. <laughs> and under friends, it says 32 pending, pending. Except there are pictures of the Jays and Nigel. Not accepted the friendship. <laughs> 
Here's the thing. That is so confusing because I get that they're saying there's 32 semifinalists, even if the math is incorrect and there's 33 at some point. And that's what's pending. It reads like the Jays and Nigel are the pending friendships. Correct. (laughs) I will say the most realistic thing about this page, Tyra's profile picture is old. Yep. No, no, no. I got that. Mm -hmm. Then we start the chat video function. Internet Tyra comes to life. Proto Zoom. <laughs> kind of. Ty chat. Now, I want to ask a, an actual question about this. Because they do, I think, a decent job of making this seem like it's in real time because they make a lot of bits about each other's hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they did have to plan it far enough in advance that at least Tyra and Miss J's hair fit the bit. That is true. However... I also believe they filmed it so long ago because they forget what is going to happen 10 seconds later. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I (laughs) I get that. But I'm just saying it felt like for once they actually really planned something ahead. Mm -hmm. And I was was truly impressed. (laughs) I just think they filmed this thinking that Tyra was going to be busy on the day. Mm -hmm. And that ended up not being the case. Well, here's the thing. As we know from Cycle 23, Tyra wants to be too busy for top model very badly. Yes. Yes. But she can't help herself. Because she still likes that attention. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So she ends it by saying, I'm so busy today. I have so much to do. I'm going to let you narrow down these 32 girls. See you later. Rain is devastated. Which I loved. It's so interesting to me, JW, that you think they were filming these at the same time because... For the petites, we get Defender Tyra, Protector of the Short Innocence. And for Cycle 14, we get Negging Tyra, yep. who's yep. watched a lot of the pickup artists. Mm-hmm. I think she was like, I'm going to be nice to petite models, but now I hate tall women. <laughs> so Tyra lied, mm-hmm. and she walks in, and Alasia is, for certain one thing, a woman of her word. Yes, She yeah. said, I will fall down if she walks in. And Alaysia she fell does down. falls down. <laughs> and I feel like it's hard to truly, genuinely upstage Tyra. Yes. And Alasia does it so swiftly. And so to the ire of Krista. Oh, the this is the cutaways we get of Krista being like, I don't like this now. <laughs> Every time Alasia does <laughs> anything. <laughs> and I'm going to set the precedent right now. I don't remember Krista at all. Wow. I don't. I I don't. I cannot right now. And I've I've told multiple like friends that one of the things I'm interested in with cycle 14 is it's the like cycle that the top contestants, I don't remember that much about Mm. to the point that this is the one I forget to list the winner. Mm -hmm. Sure. And it's fascinating to me that so far on board. (laughs) (laughs) Can I ask a question? And it's okay. Because I know that, like, part of me is like, is this a do you want to wear that top? I truly like the suit with the weird side cutouts that Tyra's wearing. But I have a feeling. Tyra's business fetish wear? I kind (laughs) of do. It's It's, just the right amount of Tyra weirdness to me. It is an upgrade, I think, Mm -hmm. for Tyra. I would agree. And it projects the vibe. Yeah. They are going for very professional in this audition. And they are doing that, but sometimes it makes it look a little cheap because you because it's still not expensive. 
So it's oh, yeah. like professional, but doesn't quite get there yet. Mm-hmm. Someone says that they're worshiping Tyra like she's a goddess from Egypt, and Hallie everyone knows it. the goddess of fierce is Grecian. Is yeah, Grecian. Hallie, come, come on. on, come on, Hallie. I think that Alicia had a plan for this wig. That this was going to be some reveal that she was going to do in panel. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Because when she takes it off, there is no part of me that was like, like as a modeling competition, you wouldn't show that hair instead of that wig oh yeah of course Though i will give alasia credit she packed that hair very well under that yes. wig. who knew this was she an has a lot reveal. of hair she does and that it's... wig was very tiny <laughs> okay now get ready for punderdome <laughs> i'm so, tyra's understanding of how social networking happens i know you guys want to be down and i really am gonna have to narrow it down because i have so many friends in my network she has three (laughs) and i'm sorry (sighs) did i say network i meant net walk i mean it's the right amount of stupid for me but it's just the first time it was the right amount of stupid the first time i literally wrote down i'll give it to you and then i took that away very quickly (laughs) agreed smack that hand right away (laughs) Mm mm-hmm and I'll see you in the chat room. And I was like, what? Uh, fine. <laughs> Can we, again, we'll probably have such a conversation about her soon, but was Hallie truly, model potential or not, the best person to deliver this information? Because they keep wanting her to be a narrator, but she's so unenthusiastic. When she's like, yeah, and there we're going to be interviewed and there's going to be 13 or 14 people that they're choosing. What are you doing here? Uh, Sybil said she should be here. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great reveal. I can't wait to God talk Mama. about it. <laughs> but it's profile picture time. Mr. J is excited enough to see Angeli that she gets a hug. And you know what? This is what I appreciate about Angeli. She took the nail note, but also seems like the same person. Yeah. I love her. I love that she walks in with the confidence of still being that bitch. I love that she's clearly been working on modeling. Knows fashion. And that she's just ready to do the competition. I think Angelie does everything right in these episodes. Oh, yeah. It's it's almost not, we'll get to it, but it's almost not suspenseful. They should have not left her be the final person they called because, like... You understand because of her reaction. Sure. But, yeah. So while they're taking these... (laughs) I do like that Angelie describes what happened last time as I got into a couple of disagreements. I do think she's laying that a little lower than it. <laughs> yeah. for. I can't believe they show Sandra again because I was pretty sure after she didn't show up to that reunion that Sandra had gotten some sort of restraining order Legal. against the show. Yeah, right. Legal <laughs> representation. We learned that Brittany is this year's Ashley. Except they guess they learned a lesson from Ashley because we never see Brittany again. I wrote the note. Brittany's a contest winner from Tyra.com, and I bet this is the last we see of her. And I was right. Because then she doesn't even get an interview. No. Nope. At least Ashley got like, oh, anyway. She's just literally there so we can cut to Tyra.com. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which I now want to talk about <laughs> because Tyra.com is designed to look like the fictional Tyra magazine. Best things on the cover. It's called. The Love-Hate-Haters Issue. Oh. And one of the articles is, 
Love or hate in your future? New Tyrastrology. Oh my goodness gracious <laughs> me. Guys, what, do you, uh, what if you were unrelated to the episode? If I was to tell you, hey, Hannah Jane, Alexander, I need to be reminded the sound that a laser beam makes. <laughs> what would you do? Just truly, unironically, not the sh- what the show does. Not boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. J, that is so dumb. And then we get the introduction of the contestant, the semifinalist that the show has decided it is here to make fun of. Uh huh. Danielle, who says cookie cutter in a way I've never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately, and this is such an affront to what they do in the second episode. Immediately, it's like tattoos, piercings, gross. Ugo could never model. Anyway, let's take your picture. But actually, you you think you're different, but you're not. But you sure are acting like you're different, but you are different. Why let her be a semifinalist to just treat her like doo-doo on a stick for the entire time? And I know she, like allies herself i think personally just because she was kind of shy and someone mm-hmm. latched on to her yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But oh yeah that did not seems... seem like a, a relationship of equals but no I, this is what i would point out about her tattoos and piercings oh mm-hmm. she has a tattoo mm-hmm. a singular tattoo and a septum piercing that can be voila flipped up into your nose that she does yes and i'm sure she'd be so comfortable Taking out the, like, I don't know what they're called, like the lower lip things. The, um, viper bites. Yeah. Ooh, that's what they're called. That's, that's sexy. Mm. Then Miss J starts the walking where he's going to screen them. The net walking. The net the walking. walking. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. To screen them to see who has viruses. Yeah. He working at the free clinic as Miss McAfee. <laughs> Miss J is obsessed with viruses. What you happened to Miss J's email malware. account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone got caught up in a phishing scam. <laughs> I just wish that we'd had one contestant, like someone who is really into it, to make puns back. Like, I really wish someone had just jumped up and been like, you're looking for a virus? Well, my walk's the malware. Like, that's, I, w- I wanted a contestant to, like, get into it because all the contestants seem full confused the entire time. And I'm like, this isn't a hard theme. Where's our Sheena, who's like, do they have technology that can clone us, that can make us into perfect robots? Do you know who I think she knew this? But we don't see enough of her. Oh, don't talk about it. I'm I'm too sad about it. Gina. Gina is Sheena. Mm, she mm. does. I mean, she, has, she, and she was there to play and they don't I, let her. The show calls her Jenna. I don't know if it's Jenna or Gina. I think it's Gina. But I loved her. Here's the problem. We don't get enough of her to know. <laughs> was very sad that she was dangled in front of me this whole episode. Yes. She is so fun, and she is a GIF machine. Mm-hmm. The way she reacts to things, I'm like, oh, you could clip so so many of these positive reactions from her. We get more of Hallie. Hallie says, I'm rich, so what? Fuck everyone else. The way she says the two-word phrase, that money, is super weird. I'm not here to get that money. Well, I don't care about the money. money. Hallie is, to extend a discussion we had a while ago, the embodiment of capitalism walking <laughs> into the room because she seems to think that not needing to make money for a job makes her a better person. Yes. And yeah. more deserving. Yeah. And this doesn't seem like a trick of editing. I feel like she came here 
she gave more than what we're seeing i'm here because i want it not for such petty concerns as rent (laughs) a career i don't want to work a day in my life (laughs) she's like the complete opposite of the entirety of cycle 13 where everyone was here because they also needed the money Mm -hmm. to support a family and their own lives hallie was like i didn't relate is that what shorts go through? <laughs> I don't understand. Where is this Gabrielle confessional filmed? Under what stairway in the hotel? You hang a beaded curtain. It could be anywhere. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I don't remember much of her for reasons that become apparent when you watch multiple episodes. But mm-hmm. I find Gabrielle stunning. Stunning. Yeah. I am like knocked on the floor by her looks. And I like her general vibe, too. I called Alexander, speaking of general vibes, <laughs> I called Alexander to make a prediction. Because I think, we haven't talked about her at all yet, actually, because she hasn't really been presented to us. But I think we had some people being like, who's Alexander going to hate this cycle? You know, and everyone's <laughs> like, everyone's tweeting about Brenda. Yeah. Wrong. I say that Alexander is going to hate Alexandra. Oh. Because Alexandra is the embodiment of everything that I have learned Alex hates about like bad top model contestants in his eyes. And I called him and I was like, I need to know that I'm correct about this. And he was like, oh, Alexandra, like immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not saying Brenda's good. I'm not saying I'm on board with Brenda. Oh, this is not a defense of Brenda. (laughs) No, 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 no. I would never. I would never. But I feel like we're going to have fun making fun of Brenda. While every time Alexandra's on screen, I'm like, I did look up because I didn't know this. Did you guys know what the word intramural means? Because Alexandra says she's been the captain of like every intramural team. And I was like, that doesn't, it's like flag football. Like I didn't understand what that that word meant. (laughs) This is the the definition is just like within a school, essentially like college or whatever. But there's another definition for intramural that I've never heard before situated or done within the walls of a building. So now I like to imagine my headcanon is Alexandra is the captain of every indoor sport where she's like, gotta have four walls, gotta have ceiling. No beach volleyball for Alexandra. Absolutely not. Croquet, haven't heard of her. Get your lacrosse stick away from me. (laughs) But badminton, done. Indoor badminton, ready to go. So we head into the chat room. Don't love Tyra's boob window top. Ooh. She looked very ski resort villain. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Ooh, yes. Abs- oh, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I also feel like the desk is a little too tall. It's Everyone seemed like long. they were at a weird angle. Long yeah. as well. Right before we get into that, because Angelie's who we start with, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing Gabrielle said that I think is fascinating is she says, that the mean person never wins from season 13 and down. And I was like, how dare you? That is Whitney Erasure. (laughs) (laughs) And I will not stand for that, Gabrielle. Literally wrote, wrote, tell that to Whitney, Gabrielle, in my notes. (laughs) She represented for mean girls everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) An unprecedented win in so many ways. (laughs) Would we like to forget about it? Yes. Can we? Sadly, no. no. Anyway, we start with Angelie for the panel proper, the chat room proper, yeah. if you will. And this Tyra? is 
so good. Tries to humiliate Angeli mm-hmm. so hard, and Angeli will not let her. Yes. But I will say, Angeli comes in and is the first of many people who I think made up a story in their interview. Mm. Because this, oh, oh, yeah, my mind was, it was a guy. That's why, like, and then I also went to therapy, Tiffany. And, um, <laughs> Tiffany's fashion, made it. Right? That, that, yeah, Tiffany has made it so that, um, and if you don't remember this from our discussions, listeners, like Tiffany later said in an interview that she made up the whole going to therapy thing to get on the show again. So now we're all like, mm, about anybody who says they went to counseling. She doesn't make up her fashion knowledge though. at all. And then it is the cutest, best to your point, Hannah, when they mm-hmm. try to humiliate her and she mispronounces Givenchy. And Tyra's like, oh, ho, ho, ho. that's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> and Angelie goes, oh, it's French. Oh, is Givenchy? Was that right? Like, I mm, love that. With her little French face. So good. Such a good way to, like, deflect immediately. Oh, it's French? Okay. And also, like, of love course it. she might not know how it's pronounced. She's probably never heard it. She's read it. In a magazine. And it's just so classist to make fun of someone who isn't, doesn't have access to that knowledge, right? Because if Tyra said it wrong or Jay said it wrong, it's like, well, you should know better. Or as we're about to find out, Hallie. Well, let's get in. Let's get into it. She comes in fake excited. Oh, this is still like a four and a half. (laughs) Mm, The fakest. And then, have you ever talked so casually about the death of a family member? Miss J cannot believe it. She was also as expected. And also dismissive hand wave when she says it. I'm like, yeah. Hallie. Because she's a trust fund baby in her own words. Literally, yeah. She's never worked. And neither has her mom, thanks to dead grandma. And also, <laughs> her godmother is Sybil Shepherd. Ever heard of her? Who is Tyron as an actress slash model, which... Mm, and then this is what I have a problem with. If Hallie is so rich and has so many connections, how is she not a model? Why does she need to come to a TV show? Oh, is it because you're a nothing of a person? Yeah. Survey says, Yeah. <laughs> Can I say this? I did a real quick search about the model thing because I didn't realize that part of it. Sybil Shepard competed in the 1968 Model of the Year contest at age 18 and then got uh, fashion model assignments through high school and afterwards and was on Glamour Magazine's cover. So she she was a model very young. And I got to say, there's a picture of her from some magazine just called Teen, which is great. <laughs> Teen Magazine. Teen she gives Twiggy vibes. Sure. Yeah, it's interesting. But I think we all know her from Sybil. Like, and Moonlighting. The, yeah. I've never actually seen that show. Is it good? It went down when they got together. <laughs> Did it really? I can't yeah. tell. I don't know the show. No, it I don't literally, know it, was. it was a will they, won't they show. Oh. And, and oh, then so. they got together and the show was like bad. But also everyone <laughs> for like decades on television that meant that they kept romantic partners apart for way too long yeah. because they thought it would kill the show and it's just oh, like absolutely. do better yeah i do want to call the show a little bit and this is not me defending hallie but i think it's a really weird dichotomy to be both impressed by someone's fashion and then to pretend to act aghast that they're wealthy agreed that's true absolutely i will say her fashion is fine it yeah, is it's no not Celia. No way. She just buys. She. I don't think Hallie has like style or taste. Mm-hmm. I think she has money and knows labels. I think that's fair. I, I will say this. For me, one of the things I noticed about all the panel look, I think this is a really strong cast styling wise. I'd agree. 
I hole. think that a lot of people walk in twirling, but they oh. also walk in and kind I'm just like, oh, this is a look. You know, yes. this is like a look that's specific to you, but also feels model appropriate, which I appreciate. Even from our contestants, I wouldn't have necessarily expected it from. It's time to humiliate somebody else. <laughs> okay. But before they humiliate her, I'm going to humiliate her a little bit. Okay. So Simone comes in. I'm going to say there were no acting classes at Duke because she <laughs> says, so psyched to be here. And I was like, you could have tried a little harder. <laughs> could you I have... like Simone, though. I don't dislike Simone. I just think she didn't sell nothing there. Did she remind you of Ashley from Greek a little bit? Yes. She does have that energy. And just uh, like, especially because Ashley was so tall. Yes. I think just like, and she then was like a Delta Gamma and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I There was... I. I guess I I have a little like soft spot for Simone because I knew a Simone in college. I went to Wake Forest, an extremely not diverse, mostly white college. And I knew the one, I won't say the actual sorority, but the one Delta Gamma who was the one out of 75. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I I, I kept uh, projecting that person I knew onto Simone. I feel like... I think the show wants to make fun of Simone. And, like, about, like, you're the black girl in all with all the white girls. And I see that as, like, what's well, a survival tactic in some ways? Like, mm-hmm. she she can't help where she grew up. And she can't help by who she's surrounded by unless she went to, like, an HBCU. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Also, yeah, I get that. I get that. She seems very comfortable in herself to me. And when they immediately try to do the valley girl voice, I'm like, that's not. That's not how she talks. That's not how she talks. That's not how she talks. Also, I do think there's something kind of, and this is the like the weirdness of Simone, which I appreciate. I think she doesn't a hundred percent get when she's being made fun of, or she's got such a good politician face that they're like to her face making fun of her, and she's like, "Sounds good." Straight to the finals, (laughs) like like, that kind of doesn't get mockery in some ways which is kind of fascinating i will say that leg up pose that she oh my god (laughs) we get some girls who go all in on insane poses at the end of the runway arm on head is one of them to knee left hand (laughs) blue (laughs) (laughs) oh and then we're graced With Brooke 2.0. I keep having to... I keep almost writing Brooke. <laughs> and JW, I believe you mean Brooke 2. Point, horny! <laughs> <laughs> Jessica is married, has a one-year-old child. And twirls in! And she says, we say y'all, and we like sweet tea, and I love two things. And this, she has a tyrant two list ready, and it's two things you would not expect. Because she says, family, sure, family, and this industry. <laughs> not, and there was something so weird for her to say industry instead, instead of, like, of like modeling. <laughs> the fact that she didn't say, I like two things, family and my husband's D. <laughs> Why is Tyra not willing, willing to say the word sex? Why does she make every contestant play Mad Libs? <laughs> 
there is something. As someone who grew up in a church setting, when she said the phrase, we met at church and we were both on leadership. Mm. That is how I remember saying yes. Bullshit. (laughs) Vacation (laughs) Bible school. It brought me back. Brought me back. Her her story takes a little bit of a twist. You mean a lie? Well, the the I don't know if we're all referring to the same twist. Okay, let's see, Hannah. This gave her so much dimension to me so quickly when she said, "I haven't forgiven the church." Oh, that not that for bailing. That was what I was talking about. Okay, Mm -hmm. because you think that that was not going to be what how that story ended and and it, her... it feels like that's not what the show wants from her but she is going to give what she actually thinks feels. and feels yeah yes, i agree with this that part is to- like totally by mm-hmm. it the weirdness of the story is she met her husband when she was 16 and he yeah. was 22 and yeah. the first time they had sex she conceived which sounds like what she told her parents (laughs) and they got married and then the church and family kind of basically were like really dismissive and uh, didn't approve and here's why this is so interesting to me now the age difference does feel inappropriate but i I had mm, i had such a hardness with the age of the age difference is inappropriate then they showed the picture and i thought he is really cute (laughs) But it's still inappropriate. (laughs) Well, but the thing is, you would think in a church setting, and I'm, again, I'm full projecting my experience for my specific church. You would think that if she got pregnant at a young age, but still got married, kept the child. Yeah, isn't that what the church wants? Yeah. No, it seems like they wanted her to get a capital A abortion. Well, yeah, it or, seems or like they, they wanted just... her to go on an extended vacation to her aunt's home. A mission experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just odd because I was like, so I guess the church was just fully ready to repel you from their, like, the church setting just because you had sex out of wedlock? Was that the thing that was so upsetting? I was, it was kind of, like, confusing for me personally about, I just wish we kind of got to explore this more, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Yes. Now, someone we don't have to explore quite as much, but seems just fully great, is Raina. You're like a rocker cheerleader girl. <laughs> I love the uncomplicated story of Raina being like, used to be sad, used to be ugly, now I'm neither. <laughs> now I'm stunning and look just like Denise Richards. <laughs> yes. So much. I just have Raina, another twirl, stunning. She is just gorgeous. Gorgeous. Were they instructed to spend? Why were... Why do we get two spins back to back? Maybe because we don't get a dancing montage. They were like, mm. girls, just give a twirl. Just twirl in. <laughs> oh, we don't have a tap dancer this cycle? Oh, well. well, Give a jaunty twirl. <laughs> Brenda is next. Is Brenda happy or does she just have every tooth in her mouth? <laughs> that one. <laughs> You're happy and blue and red. What a description. Did anyone in this panel in this <laughs> in, chat room, in, in this chat room. <laughs> remember this kind of devastating story which part well I'll, I'll describe the whole story alexander but did you remember any part of it no okay so she's adopted her boyfriend who is a cop found her convicted felon birth dad and then you think oh okay well we're gonna have a reunion story how interesting nope didn't go well fully denied it 
but she was glad that she got closure. She's also a mom because she also, the first time she had sex. The got first time she had sex. sex. Oh. Did she just hear Jessica's story? It's like, that is good. I'll say that too. <laughs> oh, I guess my family is going to see this, but y'all, that story of like the, oh, I, I kind of feel bad that they made her tell. Th- I mean, she well, does seem like she has closure, but. Well, nothing. There is nothing good in that story, right? Because she also misappropriated police funds. Yeah, that seemed <laughs> extra <laughs> legal. Yeah. <laughs> When she was just, he was just like, it was easy because he's a convicted felon. So I just, I just got into the files. I was like, <laughs> he didn't even look. He just let me in. I was like, what in the Veronica Mars were you doing, Brenda? Then to say thank you, we had sex. Boom, pregnant at 18. <laughs> I do like that she, Brenda has seen this show a lot because she even says little phrases like, but despite all that, you can still be on top. Ugh. And you almost hear her go, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm gonna say it right now. Not feeling Brenda. Uh, I, I will say Brenda. this. I do think she has a standout look. Yes. She stands out in the crowd, and yeah. I love I her face especially. She just I love truly. Maybe Brenda is the kind of person that needs more makeup or different makeup because the way she does her eye makeup especially is doing her features no favors and i'm not saying like ugly i'm just saying she does like the teeniest bit of eyeshadow on her tiny little eyelids sure and it makes her eyes look even like smaller and then the the pencil thin eyebrows well that's one of the reasons reyna looks so startlingly gorgeous (sighs) is that she has the thick brows before Everyone realized that we were all happier with thick brows. Right. And she used to have a brow, which I love (laughs) that backstory. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did any of you think that this is what Alasia would wear to paddle? You mean New Sunday? <laughs> this was... Alasia came in with too much of a plan. Yep. Alasia comes in with every story possible. When she said she used to go with boys, but now I go with Christ. And to her credit, she almost gets the passage. She's not far off. Mm. It's Galatians 2.20. But she yeah. says Galatians 20. I'm like, oh, you basically remember that. And when she called herself Naughty Girl. (laughs) Oh, don't remember Naughty Girl. (laughs) This is the thing. Those little moments we get where Alasia is not performing the script that she memorized. She seems delightful. Her glasses in her swimsuit. The glasses in the bikini. (laughs) Y'all, the choice to camera zoom in on the glasses in the bikini. (laughs) Just in case as a viewer, you didn't realize that she had done this silly thing. That she memorized... She came in with memorized insults that she then can't quite pull off. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they cut to Krista watching Alasia, it is high comedy to me. It is a French <laughs> farce of a thing. We just, Hannah and I both think that Alasia read like one of those 100 sassiest insult books. Yes. <laughs> 
and then came in hard with like okay well i've memorized i think i have okay Mm -hmm. who do i hate krista okay well this is what i'll do guilty people will point at you with one of their fingers but sometimes their other fingers will be pointing somewhere else and i don't know how many they are but they'll regret it page 53 my fingers go backwards but i don't know about other people's fingers maybe they go to the sides you know how like sometimes when you flip one you flip yourself off and your thumb either goes out or in well that's another number that may be added or subtracted but you know what i can i can give her and i will give her shit for this all day long a it works b still like her yeah speaking of people i like mm, krista has such a great panel and the, the specificness, because I knew exactly for once what Tyra's weird brain was visualizing <laughs> when she says, you look like the Barbie who comes with the room. I was like, she is dressed in that Barbie dream house fashion. I get dress it. And those fingerless gloves were so offensive to me. I I found it a moment. Yeah. I loved it. I, I loved it. it too. I yeah. hated this shiny dress. Oh, I just I I think I that she, she was a standout. Me too. I think to and me, then the whole the pink penis moment. Oh, where we learn more, I think about Tyra than we do about Krista here. Mm. I, I think we learn the most about Miss <laughs> J, which Jay? is Miss J is here for Krista. <laughs> <laughs> and then Krista's right. whole deal is she's a walking barbie all the time she's just like it's all about i love when she says it's all about presentation and she's like i don't even go to the grocery store without heels on why would i sneakers never heard of them i love this vibe i my favorite part i'm sorry i'm not done with the penis moment because it's so quick you hear tyra go like hamburger meat yes (laughs) yes what does Tyra not know what meat raw meat is? Because can you imagine? Think about this. If you're like, oh, that penis looks like hamburger meat. Think yeah, about I, that. Put I'm a piece of say, hamburger meat. Hamburger meat. I'm going to say this, y'all. If you look down in whatever you have down there and it looks like God. hamburger meat, go to the doctor. <laughs> ground. The doctor. Ground meat. This was so funny to me. Ugh. <laughs> Amy comes in, doubly Amy, part two. Looks exactly like a young Carol Kane. Yes, she does. Sure, absolutely. And she is also not here to be made fun of. Mm-hmm. But she is here to be like, I don't really do musical improv. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be clear, I sing. Because I love just like how she's like, I'm going to... Her whole thing is almost my opening quote of, because I think that would be a lovely thing to do. Well, and she's like, I'm not doing fun. more verses. Yeah. Just Ty- here for fun. Ty- does Tyra know what Broadway is? No. What Alice in Wonderland is? Unclear. <laughs> That's a maybe on that one. <laughs> this is just Tyra. Also, Tyra don't know what a tune is because she can't hit a note. <laughs> Let me ask you two. You both seen more Broadway shows than I have. Yes. Do a lot of them start with someone coming up and not singing and just describing the other person they're with and then allowing them to sing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, great, cool. <laughs> I should see yeah. more. Tyra really captured the essence. No, Tyra's talking about a library story time. <laughs> also, hard take from Amy. Don't believe in reincarnation. That was my favorite thing about Amy. <gasps> I believe I only have one chance to live, unlike most people. Or, 
or yeah i was gonna say is it that amy doesn't believe in reincarnation or amy believes that you only have a certain number of lives and she's on the last one yeah i like the idea that amy's a cat and she's already (laughs) wasted eight of those lives (laughs) speaking of life and death situations though great transition thank you what about better ones tatiana comes in with a story that gets more story and leads me to really like her and the panel to really hate her. (laughs) Y'all, I cannot believe that a volunteer mortician is a thing. That sounds dangerous. That sounds like a John Oliver segment. It Mm -hmm. kind of of does. Also, the music cue when she says mortician, it's as though the world of Top Model stopped. Yeah. (laughs) And then I don't think... The producers who were interviewing Tatiana, I thought they were like, this is going to be all goofy. And then Tatiana came in with backstory Mm -hmm. that really enchanted me to her, which was like, well, I have a brother diagnosed with HIV. So it led me to want to research more about HIV and get into science because I want to help people like my brother. And just part of the overall science thing is the mortician thing. And I was like, Jesus, Tatiana, what good backstory. Could Mm -hmm. Tatiana be a volunteer mortician in the sense that it's like a work study about anatomy or something? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's kind of what I assumed. Unless she was just walking around trying to have science jobs. (laughs) She's also stunning. Yes. I find her so stunning. And Hannah, I I only say this because you've mentioned this. Did you feel seen by the lower voice? I did. (laughs) And just the matter-of-factness. Yeah. I love the whole vibe. You know who is not enchanted by Tatiana? Anyone else. (laughs) Mr. J, especially. How dare she wants to check out the modeling world after being in science for so long. I'm not a whim. I truly don't actually understand how Tatiana, even though I like her very much and like her pictures, I don't understand how she got on the show proper because the panel seems to universally despise her. Yep. We get a lovely interstitial. This is one of my favorite notes that I've ever written. Jessica finds out what a drag queen is today, except not really. So there, Gina, I'm going to pronounce it Gina right now. Gina is um, talking about how she likes drag and even shops at like the drag makeup stores and the, you know, the drag clothing stores. And Jessica hasn't heard the word drag before. No. And they explain it by just saying it's like big makeup big hair very sparkly and huge hair and she's like oh great and i'm like you didn't explain to her what drag is my favorite part of this exchange is reyna who definitely knows what drag is living for this explanation and being like (laughs) i can't wait for jessica to find out what this is (laughs) it feels like like they gripping she's just like (laughs) (laughs) she is it's like they're trying to keep it a secret from jessica so that later jessica will have a fun surprise yes it's like when a little kid asks you for an explanation of something adult and you don't want to give it yet and then you picture them going into a situation very confidently acting like they know what it is Mm -hmm. the whole vibe here yes but gina if we are if i didn't already love gina apparently tyra and rupaul both owe gina some royalties yes they do because Mm -hmm. she apparently has a whole second life as a writer romance novel writer 
in a world called Glamazonia. Planet Glamazonia and the Glamazonian galaxy. Not only do Tyra and RuPaul owe her money, so does Mr. J. Because this is the book that he makes up in his Romana Clef book. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a planet filled with very tall, beautiful women. And every year, once a year, there's a male sacrifice that's brought to the colony to procreate. Yeah, it felt very YA novel until she got to the male sacrifice. Well, and here's what I'm going to say as the podcast's resident sexy book expert. Yeah. The way that they go about this with Mr. J, I found offensive because in books like this, the male sacrifice is always extremely willing. Well, we know this is clearly Tyra punishing J. So when... They shove him down on the floor, and he's like, why am I doing this? Stop And Tyra it. yells, we need male sperm? We need male sperm. <laughs> and my favorite was, why me? As him saying, why aren't you making Miss J do this? And <laughs> Miss J is all the way in the back of the room just yelling straddle. And but then, then <laughs> she gets on him. Gets face- on him. She like, crab walks. She like does a weird. She like face away, face Uh up, uh huh. Crotch in his face because she needs that male sperm from his nose. (laughs) Does Tyra genuinely never had sex? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, y'all. That's what it feels like. She's so unwilling to talk or like not perform sex, but you know what I mean. Like (laughs) she like is so unwilling to do anything that might actually be construed as what any sort of sexual experience actually looks like in a Uh weird way. It's so strange. Also, it's gross. It just also feels like that theme of this kind of passive sexual harassment of gay men Uh by women that feel like they're not real men so they can do whatever they want to them. Mm Oh, yeah, I got those full vibes, especially since we saw Mr. J wanting to not do it so much. And I don't want that stigma on Gina's fun story and world, because I'm telling you, that's not how that should play out. Oh, no. They literally probably die from jizzing. Mm -hmm. We get so many pronunciations of (laughs) Najwa's name. My favorite is Angelie who can't be bothered to even sort of try and give it as many even syllables as it seems like it probably has. Because she just goes, she's real competition noodle over there. (laughs) (laughs) I love this whole section, as my title for the episode should tell you. When Alatius comes over and said, let's check in on some other storylines, shall we? And Mm -hmm. sits down. (laughs) What did everyone else write beforehand? (laughs) Yeah. And then Jessica's just there. And then this woman was not ready. For the answer she's like you've got a funny accent what's up Na- with that what's up with that whoa, whoa, whoa. and then Nadja was like i was in a sex cult yeah it starts casually explaining the background and how Here's she traveled thing. my father's european my mother is spanish and mexican we traveled a lot i was born and raised into a cult like the roller coaster is escalating <laughs> slowly. Actually, hold up. I want to act out what I think Elijah was doing. Can you start from the beginning for me, Hannah? Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. My father's European. Oh. My mother is Spanish and Mexican. Oh, well, that's probably all you're going to say. We traveled a lot. <laughs> oh, 
okay. Oh, we're still okay. I was born and raised into a cult, a oh. religious cult. Oh, <laughs> which is part of the reason why I'm no longer religious. Oh, okay. Well, I think we're good. <laughs> they were very into sex. You know, it's what they used to get what they wanted. Oh, God. Does anyone else want to talk? <laughs> Jessica? <laughs> like, like it, it, it gets so oh. intense so fast in this tiny hotel room in a way that no one was prepared for. No. So I did some research, and I'm pretty sure I found out the cult? what cult it is. Oh, interesting. So this was, it was known by a lot of names. So it was originally called Children of God. And it started in 1968 with, like, they took in runaways and hippies and kind of made it like, well, it's all about sex, but also the apocalypse. Hmm. I feel like I've heard that name before, too. And then it became the the family of God or something like that. And mm-hmm. then it just became oh, the, the family, family international. The, fam- the family yes. international. And then yeah. it became yes. the family international. And it was basically about this time that it had dispersed. It had gone through what was called the reboot because he had died mm. and his wife and her new husband took over. And then basically we're like, yeah, the world's probably not going to end. So you should probably start working and having money. Bye. Bye. River Phoenix was in this cult. Wow, that's right. And uh, yeah, there you can do some research about it. It is fascinating. And then at the very end, Alicia just being like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like fully eyes down, no longer making eye contact, completely disassociated. <laughs> yeah, that ruined Alicia's plans for the day because she was going to do that to everyone. <laughs> yeah. People be like, what's your story? And then she's like, I, I can't. That was my punishment. <laughs> but we have another great uh visual artist oh yeah this was yeah, really that this was really was good stunning yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and then we have to hear the story all again yeah it's unclear to me why they kept both of these moments like why producers include the elasia bit no because we could have had another interview instead of this elasia mm-hmm. and i will say i th- people do talk about it especially angeli in scoping out her competition but nacho has got a great look yes and generally seems to understand and appreciate modeling. And has a, a career in Cancun specifically. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we get Netta, who comes in as Grover. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately, Miss J makes fun of her accent, or basically makes fun of how she says... Her culture. Yeah. Yeah, this is such a choice. Especially because we're about to get to our first cut. Like, we're not that far away. Mm-hmm. We get a drop of Netta to make fun of her culture, mostly. And that's all she's here for. I also thought when she did her ending pose and that arm started going up, <gasps> oh I was like, God. is she going to tip over? Like, she was <laughs> yes. so unstable. Then we head back to this season's math girl. Mm. I need I need us all to take a pause and a breath before we get into this. Because this moment... Made me feel three different emotions all at once. And I would be okay if we stopped, honestly, the podcast after this moment. Because I don't think we'll ever have a moment that made me feel so many things all at once. I'm going to say this quote exactly like how Brenda said it. So, listeners, just know that this is how this quote is said. Mm -hmm. Brenda is talking about who is going to get in. And she says, we're definitely going to get, we're definitely going to have one plus size, two blacks, two Latinos, Two whites. And then it kind of trails off. Three things all at once. <laughs> the abrasiveness 
of the language used. Mm-hmm. The confusion that Brenda seems to only think that seven people are going to get into the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the read level of being like, I understand how casting works. It is the uh, just a cornucopia of things going on. I will throw in the fourth point that literally no one is phased by what she says in a way that's shocking. Oh, no, they start the conversation about Gabrielle versus Angelie from this. Also, why seven? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't understand that part of it at all. Nope. I do love Angelie talking about Gabrielle and being like, Gabrielle is, eh. I don't (laughs) think she's competition. Love that. Gabrielle comes in. This is a great moment, too, y'all. When they, Tyra brings up Angelie and dead-eyed straight down the barrel to the panel. She goes, yeah, wasn't she here before? (laughs) That shade. I'm surprised there was still light in the room after that shade. (laughs) This is also a real low point for Tyra for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When Gabrielle talks about her backstory and says that she's never had a stable black father figure and Tyra's immediate response is, so who do you date? What? And if you wanted to, but it does not happen, to be clear, what I'm about to say, if you wanted to give, at first, the little bit of credit, I was like, oh, maybe Tyra's referencing something in her, like, application, but Gabrielle's answer is, I don't. Like, I don't date right now. Yeah. I'm career focused right now. I'm young and career focused. I was going to say, it's a job interview. At the end of the day, she didn't bring up dating. She nope. wasn't Krista. Yeah. And th- th- it also, I hate that it undercuts that it felt like Miss J was bonding in some way from their reaction to what mm-hmm. Gabrielle said about father figures. And yes. it just felt like we there could have been a better moment that Tyra just slapped that basketball right out of the hands. But as a palate cleanser. Mm, disagree. <laughs> oh, oh, a palate cleanser of now there's something to just hate (laughs) delicious pure uncut hatred so alexandra walks in and demands demanding applause that's how i walk into every job interview (laughs) i hate this so much and then her interview is one of the worst things even though they seem enchanted by her to be like hey guys round of applause great ass tons of high heels alexandra (laughs) you're a girly tomboy that's right i like to play sports and have more shoes than other people. <laughs> what a personality. <laughs> like, man, maybe it's editing, but Alexandra comes across roof in this uh-huh. entire episode. <laughs> Next we get the number one contestant who I don't know how they ended up getting cast on the show. Ansley. From Dicula, as they keep saying. <laughs> it's Trying Dicula, to make it happen. right? Dicula. 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 And they are like, you mean Dicula like a Dracula for dicks? Oh, oh, it's not that Miss J is disappointed. Oh, I want to suck your cock. <laughs> this is when we realize that this is the cycle of you get a husband, you get a kid, you get a husband, you get a kid, husband, kid, husband, kid. Everyone's married. Everyone had children <laughs> i'm a mom i'm 23 years old and i still got it you are and inside i weep <laughs> <laughs> also she models like a cat girl how did she get on the show the weirdest thing about ansley is that 
even when she fails, her excuse is, that's just Ansley. <laughs> like she's a sitcom character. <laughs> It's so funny to me when someone's not presented a personality yet to, like, define themselves by being themselves. It is the most hilarious thing. Well, I got to just be 100 Ansley all the time. And they're like, but what is that? That's Ansley. 247. Yes, but what do you do during that 354. Time? Wait, well, I don't think that's right. Well, that's Ansley. Have you never met an Ansley before? Well, let me tell you about Ansley. Ansley, Ansley is all I owe for the Ansley. What's that past tense? I Ansley'd. I'll be Ansley'ing tomorrow. <laughs> I may Ansley at some point in the future. It's like, for as much as I disliked what Alexandra did, at least I can tell you something about Alexandra. <laughs> but we had more fun talking about Ansley. I will say, I do know how she gets on the show. It's because she does, when she doesn't try literally at all, take very gorgeous photos, and that is the full journey. <laughs> and then Danielle's back to be made fun of. Yep, mm -hmm. and that's it. Hey, you look really weird. What do you say in response to that? Well, I say in response that that means that I'm unique and you've never seen anyone like me. Actually, I think you're pretty usual looking. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> You're, you're a neck roll at the end of that was one of the best things you've ever done. That was so funny. I wish you, I wish the, the listeners could have seen her panel impression. Also, when Mr. J is like, with that, that septum piercing, with that septum piercing, how could you do a cosmetics ad and then zoom in, puts it away, never sees it again. And she's like, yeah, this. Ta-da. Also, I find it offensive because she has a tattoo on her arm. We learn later, other people do too. Mm -hmm. Especially someone they bring in special. So, Danielle is also here for another reason. And that's to be the second-in-command Disney Channel sitcom style to Hallie. You know how the second-in-command you don't dislike? Mm -hmm. But she's clearly got low self-esteem, so she's with the mean girl. Yes. Well, yes. Hallie wanted a lackey, a quiet lackey. That's the mm -hmm. word, lackey. Yes. And Hallie picked Danielle. Mm -hmm. And we have that gross conversation that is definitely not coded dog whistly language. No. Oh, my About God. Southern equals classy. And some people here aren't classy. But you and me, tattoo girl with a septum piercing, we're super classy. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that because I think that that you can't be classy with a nose piercing and a tattoo. But clearly that's what Hallie thinks in uh, any yes. other room. This stuff like this, oh man, it's always so difficult for me to listen to because as a Southerner, do I think Southerners are better people? Yes. But I hate it. <laughs> I hate that this is like when you have this actual when you actually say this out loud in any context, it always means white. And yes. it's like, oh it's so I oh man. Ugh. To pile on for something unrelated. Hallie has the most unnecessarily complicated hairstyle. Yes. For the yeah. most ugly when normal you see hair. The back of her head, it is like Meg March going to the rich person's ball. <laughs> All in the service of the flattest bangs you've ever seen. So we get to a thematically appropriate, yet also totally done incorrectly version of our first cut. <laughs> Where they come into just another black curtain room, but now it's full of screens with their profile picture. Very little screen. 
the tiniest <laughs> screens with even tinier touchscreen buttons that they are going to have to press and they will either say declined or a green pending still pending yeah that's just because tyra's got a lot of people in her network and she doesn't have room for everybody i also love if you can't figure out your own picture we have your name written from a label maker attached to the tiny screen <laughs> i mean it's helpful for me as a podcaster, oh this is great oh no, this was but great they i don't love need that and i will say this right now we see some Good pictures. We'll see them again for some of these folks during mm. their discussion. Raina's picture, great. Yeah. And I'm going to say it, Brenda's picture, pretty darn good. Mm. And I was like, okay. And then you see some like a laser and you're like, well, you should, probably should have been declined based on that picture at least. <laughs> so who's pending? Najwa, Hallie, Krista, Alasia, Raina, Gina, Christy, Tatiana spelled incorrectly, Alexandra, Brenda, Ansley, Anjali. And then the three people we don't see but know are Amy, Brittany, and Simone are also through. Oh, I thought Tyra.com Brittany got eliminated. I put her, she, she was one of the declined people. Did I miss no, her? No, because her? declined was Netta, yeah. Raji, Raven with a Y, unnamed, 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 Danielle. Oh, well, Danielle who crumbles. And it did uh, break my heart when she was like, I just want to talk to Tyra for a couple of seconds and ask, what don't you like? Wilts with sobbing. Oh boy. The blurring, the crotch blurring that occurs for Danielle. We needed to just tighten up that focus. Yeah, this should have been a close up on her face. Mm-hmm. They have Raina say again, well, now six or seven are going to have to leave. Why are they keeping this weird 13 or 14 suspense up? Don't Because know. later they do <laughs> say 14. <laughs> Yeah, Maybe they're don't. trying to cover their asses in case someone else that they cast turns out to be crazy and doesn't come <laughs> to the house. That is true. They're like, they learned our Amber lesson. So their photo shoot, they're going to get one last chance to prove that you guys have what it takes. So we're going to do a photo shoot called What Supermodel Are You? Can I say, I actually really like this challenge. Here's why. One, it's just everyone gets to quickly do their own makeup, basically same outfit, Mm -hmm. and they're given the slightest bit of prompt so that they can do something. Also, it gives some of them the ability to show off fashion knowledge, but if you don't know too much, you could theoretically sneak by. Sneak by. It's not going to... This is is fakeable. Yes. I'm not saying the challenge is bad. I'm saying the way it's presented is bad because (laughs) Mr. J says... You go and build your face and your hair and do a little look. Little. Tiny. There's a moment where Jessica cannot get a cap off something. And she finally gets it off. And then she tosses the cap like a baseball away from her. (laughs) And I was like, yes, that's the manic energy I'm looking for. (laughs) Hallie chooses Vlada Roslevkova. Roslevkova. Anjali smartly chooses Agnes Dane mm-hmm. and has the receipts. Can I just say the weirdest part of this whole challenge to me, the weirdest part of the editing is that they show us pictures of the models, but never actual pictures that they were hired to model in. It's all from runways yeah, or events or in the case of Agnes Dane candids. 
that have nothing to do with modeling. I assume it's a rights issue. I guess, but it just does not give you any information on whether or not they're portraying the modeling effectively. With the exception of (laughs) Adriana Lima, where they literally have a side-by-side of the exact same pose. That means Jay's enemy, Adriana Lima? Apparently. Why? So that was Reyna. Yeah. And he goes, Adrian Lima, what are you going to do? This? Ding! And then they literally show the pose. And then Raina's like, yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. that was the plan. <laughs> Tatiana chooses Megan Fox, who Jay also hates, and says, okay, I guess pretty hot chick. Okay, here's the thing. I think as a society, we didn't treat Megan Fox well. And yes, she's definitely more actor than anything. But she also is not a supermodel, but she is a model. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think this was so... Was it a good, strong choice by no. Tatiana? No. Was it, like, the fine. worst thing in the world? <laughs> it was, it was fine. fine. Yeah. Alasia chooses Naomi Campbell. Mistake. Fully a mistake. Well, especially since she doesn't seem to know who she is. <laughs> well, you know how Krista said she was hungry earlier? This is what she was hungry for. <laughs> Alasia not knowing nothing. According I to think, Krista. I think it's funny that Elijah bombed. <laughs> oh, I'm so full. I do love Krista's velvety speaking voice. Yes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> There's something so gentle and pure about the the why behind Krista's dislike of Elijah. Because yes. Elijah's likable, but also Krista is clearly like, y'all aren't seeing all of Elijah mm-hmm. the entire time. You're not in I'm a room tired. with the Elijah show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alexandra continues to be the worst because she decides to do Cindy Crawford and puts a teacup saucer sized <laughs> mole on her face. The worst part so is, <laughs> is her Cindy Crawford style modeling was not bad. No. So if she had not done this really silly thing and then tried to defend it so hard, then she could have easily succeeded. Gabrielle says, I also have the receipts, Angeli. And she does. Because mm-hmm. she chose Treya Beha Erickson, who I was like, um, what? And you also, I think, said it correctly? Yeah. I feel like the show, if the show was being edited in real time, was like, wait, well, you know, do we have a picture of her? <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> It was like, wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. <laughs> Krista chooses Giselle, and sure. Najua chooses Kate Moss. Which was an interesting choice, I felt like, but I do get that now that we know she's 5'7". Yeah. Icon to her. I get yeah. it. We continue to have very different talking heads in this section. If you were trying to predict who was going to be cast for the final, as we learn right here, 14 spots, quote-unquote... You could not figure it out from these conversations. You really no. couldn't. There are some people that they trash hard and then are like the third chosen. Alasia, Alexandra, Simone, Tatiana. Like, how did these women, from the way that they're spoken about, make it onto the show? I would even argue folks like Jessica got a real rough edit in the conversation. Like, people that I feel like were presented okay up until now, but then the show has decided like jessica's just pretty no model and saying that krista is both pleasant and dynamic feels like a read yeah how could you be both (laughs) also you know who the actual person is i'm shocked made it onto the show based on the way they talk about her simone 
Yes. Uh-huh. Simone feels like she personally did something to Tyra. <laughs> the way they speak to her about her. Tyra, weirdly, seems to refer to Reyna as ugly in a way that is very strange. Also, her, again, I've already mentioned it, but her profile picture is full cover girl straight to ad. Uh-huh. Yes. And Tyra acts like it's god-awful. When Tatiana's photos are right there. <laughs> I didn't mind Tatiana's full body photo. I can see why Tat. I don't know, don't know why they let Tatiana in because they hate, hate her, her so much. But Tatiana says the person who doesn't show anything is Alasia. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alasia's profile picture is roof stew. We haven't seen this bad of a picture portfolio from auditions since I feel like Eugenia. And just clueless here. It feels like someone posing for their elementary school picture on mm-hmm. picture day so we reference viruses again because I'm this sorry, is... i i need to read this bit of dialogue <sighs> because it is absolutely insane we have 20 friends pending that want to be down with our crew but we only have room for 14 more so that means there's six more viruses we need to find Ooh. <laughs> this is pre catfish we didn't know what catfish (laughs) was so we just said viruses i think that's very true and then we return to last cycle's fringed epaulets why (laughs) tyra's got a new co-host it's this potted plant (laughs) this room is also a very big so here's my theory about the potted plant Because if you haven't seen Laura the episode, Kirkpatrick. <laughs> no, I think she's hiding like a water bottle behind it mm. that she is having because this is probably taking forever. And because I'm like, there is no reason for this table because she's not handing out anything. It's no. not like a diploma situation or whatever. So God, I forgot about that. Till you spread but there's also no your friend request has been accepted for the theme. Like, we don't get a ding. We don't get except. We get nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Also, can you imagine being told you're eliminated? You're one of the eliminated people that doesn't get picked. We found out you were a virus. (laughs) We updated Norton. (laughs) You're all Trojan horses. This also, this call-out order. Okay. okay. Glad being told that she and the Jays could only agree on 12. Dun-dun. Okay. First person, Najua. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there was sure. no suspense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Second, Jessica. Which who I like. Standing up, we all like, but mm-hmm. like, I feel like even Jessica was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Second. <laughs> <laughs> then Simone, question <What>? mark. <laughs> Reina. That's my name. <laughs> Love. Every Yay. moment. Tatiana, how? I'm surprised they got to 12. It feels like they chose six people that they liked. <laughs> yeah. Alexandra, Krista, who we find out maybe auditioned 12 times. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. This late reveal of, I've tried, I'm sorry. I'm just, I've tried so many times. Really? When did you audition? Ever since cycle one. Ever since right after cycle one. I'm like, oh. This is a full Jocelyn situation. Then Brenda. I know I don't have the best swimwear body, but I'm just really happy to be here. And then even Tyra can't help but be like, well, I've never heard that before. What a weird thing. Here now. 
huh, I'm going to cut that hair right off now. (laughs) (laughs) I've decided. Alasia, which, why would you not leave Alasia till last? Mm -hmm. Feels like a last person, Mm -hmm. especially since everyone's so annoyed by her reaction. (laughs) Then Ansley, who I said, how in the hell did Ansley (gasps) get on this show? She had a great full body shot, and that is the... The, the end of her positives from the episode. Did they even say it was because she did nothing? nothing? They're hoping that she'll get more and more exhausted and give her better, <laughs> better pictures. I don't know, y'all. And then the craziness, because I think that this show did it on purpose, of pitting Gabrielle v. Angelie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really seems designed to make Angelie cry as much as possible. Yes. Because they're like, we're only going to pick one biracial girl in the show's parlance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah 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 yeah. Absolutely. and then so gabrielle gets called and then angelie's already crying and to be fair when alexander not to be fair but when alexander got called um they cut straight to gina yeah, yeah. and like i don't think her reaction was actually what it was i think they just edited oh, it in no. a moment but no, again no. the show is like only one plus size this ain't cycle eight <laughs> how do you take ansley and not gina i'm so mad that gina didn't get onto the show how do you take at least five of these people? I would have even given Amy a shot. I know we barely saw anything from her, but she has such a different look from everybody else. So Angelie's last, and the no's are Brittany, Amy, Gina, Hallie, and four more. Yeah. Hallie knows for a fact that she was number 13. Okay. Well, the show makes it seem like she's number 13. And also, I because I remembered her so vividly, I was like, Hallie's on the show, right? Here's the thing, though. It is so stupid to say, I wish they had accepted 13 because I know I'd have been that 13th. And I'm like, okay, but even in your own language, you are saying that you're the worst. <laughs> like, if they well, no, really she's just better to... than these other uggos behind her that she's standing <laughs> with. Well, no, but Hallie, if they wanted to pick you, they would have. They would have picked you. Because we reduced it. Now, let's say they picked 14 and Hallie was like, I just wish they'd pick one more. I think it would have been me. Sure, mm-hmm. but they could have picked 13, and they, they did, didn't. Hallie. The best part about this is Amy, clearly forced by a producer to sing something, sings, goodbye, it was nice. I love that that was all she was going to give. And that <laughs> ended Amy's life. <laughs> <sighs> or she did that, like, Homer Simpson into the hedge bush. Yes. <laughs> Bye! That's why that plant was there. <laughs> <laughs> And if that's why you're there, you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. You can also send us an email, and I'm going to read a really good one um, from Brett, 2T Brett. Hey, y'all, longtime listener, self-proclaimed walking Wikipedia page of Top Model. I need to let you know how much I love the podcast. I started listening last year and have re-listened to quite a few cycles now. I recently lost my mom, unexpectedly very young, and I have turned to this podcast time and time again whenever I would be feeling down for a good laugh to pull me out of feeling down. I don't know how I would have been able to handle the week of her passing without being able to listen and laugh as a distraction. I wanted to let you know how much this podcast means to me and how I look forward to going to the gym in Wednesday on Wednesdays to zone out and laugh about one of my favorite shows of all time. Thank you all so much. Looking forward to many more cycles. Thank you so much, Brad. That is, it's always um, such a joy for 
uh, me and I'm sure Hannah and Alexander feel the same way that we could bring you some levity in, mm-hmm. in a tough time. So thank you so much for sending that. Uh, and I know we get a lot of messages and emails about how the podcast is a good escape for when you're having tough times and we read them all and share them all. So thank you all for anyone who's ever sent a message like that too. Yeah. It means so much to us. You can find me anywhere at yet charming come say hi on instagram at hannah jane ginsburg i'm on twitter at jw crump and be sure to use the hashtag podleadum or i won't see it i refuse <laughs> i've just flat out refusing to we also didn't we did mention the last thing that again it's like confusing because maybe this was a two hour three hour 14 hour long premiere but like <laughs> tyra's like there's gonna be a 13th girl and if you're if you're an amazon girl like me don't worry the last <laughs> 30 minutes of this episode will be covered in our next podcast. (laughs) That is still so confusing. That is so confusing. So for Podletum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.